Welcome to the Black and Tan podcast. Black and Tan is a podcast where we try to answer the hard questions of life in an unscripted and unedited fashion while having a little fun in the process. By the end of the episode, we hope we can either answer that question or at least provide some more insight on how you might try to answer that question in your life. As the content may include discussions involving more adult and mature elements, listener discretion is advised. If you would like to be on the podcast or have a question that you want answered, you can email us at podcastblackandtan at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram. Hello, everyone. My name is Litos Castro. And my name is Jared Stratton. And we are your hosts. Today, we're going to be talking about some fun stuff. Our question of the day what questions should we be asking more as people? Now, this is a little bit of a funky one, Jerry, because we're going to have to answer the question with questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, again, what questions should we be asking more as people? And at least from how we talked about it before we even hit the record button, I think we both got some stuff on our mind. But I'll let you start this one off. All right. Um, what question we should be asking more as people? Um, I think... One of the biggest things people kind of negate to even think about asking um, is, first of all, are you okay? I feel like that's a simple one people should get into. Okay. But then it's so simple for everyone just to say, oh, yeah, I'm doing okay. And then you follow up with the two words, two magic words here, you sure. Because not mm. that many people do that. Not that many people actually like try to dive into it because it's so easy to deflect it. It's so easy to just say, okay, yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah, let, let's move on. And they say, you sure? Then like you kind of look at them and you know, give them the give them the look, and then they <laughs> they know what's going on there. They say, okay, this guy actually like is actually cares about what I'm trying to like go on through my mind. Um, another one that I really find interesting. I, I don't want to take up too much time, real quick, but another one I found interesting was talking about um, like what's going on in your mind. I think that's a fun one to ask people. Because I can't tell you how many times where like one of my friends is like zoning out, being really quiet all day. And you can ask them how, if they're doing okay, then you can ask them you're sure as many times as you want. But if you don't ask them what's going on in their mind, you don't really hear it, you know? I think that makes sense. I think those are, it's almost like a combo, you know, set of questions, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, I it, it, In terms of the first one, I know my I myself have like done a version of that. Not exactly the you sure, but... I, you know, I've asked people, are like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, are you lying? And sometimes, uh, and sometimes I, it's almost like a gotcha, which is wow. almost, maybe that's a, you know, maybe it's a check mating them. That's not even fair. <laughs> maybe it's too direct of a way you could argue. But sometimes, I mean, uh, there'll be people that are like, yeah, wait. And then I'm like, are you? And they're Ooh. like, yeah, I am. Um, so in another way, but I think it, in, at least to for the boil of it of you sure yeah i think uh sometimes that second poke so to speak mm -hmm. is 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 good for people because uh, if, if you show that you're like gonna push and be like hey like you are you sure like i i'm asking for a reason type of thing and i think yeah. that's maybe what centers around is that you're asking for a reason and you show them that you're asking for a reason uh i think that helps just i mean if you're the person receiving the question, I would think that would help. I know that would would help me, I think. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't really think about like the, the double poke. You kind of put it there. <laughs> um, it's it's not the first question you ask. It's the second one, really, because when the first one, like we talked about, it's just super easy to deflect and ignore. And, and you can also, you don't really, 
know if someone's genuine when someone says, are you okay? It's very hard to tell that sometimes, especially if there's someone you don't really know as well, someone that's like just a coworker rather than a really close friend. And they say, hey, are you okay? And then you say, oh yeah, I'm fine. And then they follow up. Then you kind of, you can tell that they're concerned. You can tell that they're at least have some sort of interest in what you have to say right there. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know what that makes me think of is uh, also the phrase, how are you? I mean, that's such a common, and we, it's the polite thing, I think we, we ask, you know, how are you? But a lot of the times, I feel like at least people that are looking or wanting that extra conversation, they're not going to start off or be like, well, I'm actually terrible, you know? <laughs> um, good thing to <laughs> ask. <laughs> um, you know, most of the time, you're probably going to get good or I'm fine or, you know, uh, I'm doing all right. I know for me, I use not too shabby a lot. <laughs> um, but I, again, I think it's the the follow-up of, are you, you know, uh, even I think the what's on your mind is a good follow up, you know, beyond that, too, because if you say, hey, you know, how are you? And be like, oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, and you're like, what's on your mind? And you're like, oh, I just got a lot of work. You know, and then and, and you can almost and obviously there's a, there's no right way to, you know, structure the questions and how you ask them. But uh, how are you? Are you know what's on your mind? Are you doing all right? That sounds stressful. You know, you, you need a break type of thing like that. It, it I think it can only help lead you forward as you ask more follow up questions. Um Obviously, you don't want to turn it into an interrogation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With those deep conversations that people typically have, it's never, from, at least from what I've noticed, it, it's very rare that the person that really wanted to talk about it is the one that brought it up. Um, they, they are, at least in my scenarios, in my own life that I've had, um, I guess situations, not scenarios, it's an actual thing. <laughs> um, but whenever I wanted to talk about something or ever had those kind of conversations, it's typically from someone asking me about it because you don't really feel like you need to have that conversation someone act until someone actually says, Hey, I, I want to talk about this. I want to break this down for you, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm also thinking about it in... I'm thinking about it also in a group perspective, too, because, I mean, a lot of times mm -hmm. I think you'll hear like bosses and uh, and even like, say, sports teams, you'll hear coaches and things like that. Be like, hey, if you need anything, I'm here. Uh, but, you know, and that's not saying they shouldn't say that, obviously, but a lot of times I think it's filler space almost. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and they and they will legitimately mean it. Uh, but there's something about that situation where it's like just because you say that isn't automatically going to make someone, uh, you know, want, you know, make them open up to you is either in front of the group or after the group leaves. It may help. I'm not saying it's impossible. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think, again, if you're able to connect individually and ask, I just like where you're going with it in terms mm -hmm. of the individual question and follow up. Yeah, I like what you said right there when they made me think a little bit more because like, you know, like when a teacher or a coach says like, hey, I'm here if you need anything, um, everyone's like, okay, and then they all just do whatever they need to do. Um, typically, that can reach out to a lot of people. Typically, it can. It just depends on the situation. But I think there there are times where that question is asked in a genuine way and a non-genuine way, um, where it is truly filler space at times. And then there's times where it's a genuine uh, question that you, or a genuine gesture that you threw towards someone but they still don't know it's genuine because it's so easy to be filler space. It's so easy to be that guy that says, oh, yeah, let me know if you need to talk. And then they just head out, you know. Um, so I think prying that, like you talking about earlier, prying that second poke, just like 
it, it can be very something something very similar to even saying like hey i'm like i'm here if you need anything um i've been going through a lot of stuff myself too so i understand you guys are doing a lot they're going through a lot too like it's no one here is alone stuff like that like making it easier for people to open up i think that's definitely one thing if you're someone that's looking to you know maybe if you're having trouble getting people to open up to you uh i think if you show a little bit of your own vulnerability mm -hmm. as a person mm -hmm. uh it may help especially i mean take like parents and or at least like people you look up to you know i would say you know try to picture that the those people or that one person that you look up to in your life and a lot of times i think we put this uh this picture of them of like they you know they do no wrong kind of thing mm -hmm. or when they do no wrong it's very minimal wrong type of thing like that um and so when we do something or we have things going on that we feel like no one would understand or it's hard to talk about and we and then we talk to that person that is the do no wrong type of thing um i feel like there's like a 50 50 res response of oh they're gonna know exactly what to say or i don't want to disappoint that person Mm. um and so i won't bring it up but if that person that i've put this you know idolized figure on opens up and shows hey you know i'm here if you need anything i when i was your age or when i was in your position i had a lot of things like that or hey i you know messed up a lot doing xyz i think that might open i think that might open a door uh to, to someone that maybe is on the fence about talking, I think that would help a lot. That's that's what I would say. Yeah, I I I, I like that. Um, it's that, that's a really good point when you talk about it like that because um, a lot of people, well, I guess almost everyone really says, oh yeah, I'm not perfect, right? And very rarely do they know what not what makes them not perfect. You know, there, there's a lot of times where they, they, it's so easy to think, oh yeah, well I'm not perfect. But I'm really good at X, Y, and Z. And it's very hard to be introspective and think, hey, this is what I'm not good at. Like, I, I can work on it as much as I want, but I am insecure with this. I am very anxious when having deep conversations. Uh, I'm anxious around these kind of conversations or even environments. And it, it makes it a lot easier for people, for you to talk to people when you show them that. When you show them that, that you at least understand that you're not perfect and you said, hey, like, whatever's going on through your mind it of course like it shows that synonymous i guess nature in humans that everyone has that problem and no one really likes to talk about it um <laughs> unless it, some people do uh, there are i'm sure everyone has that one friend that goes home and then doesn't want to hear anything you have to say and then just mm -hmm. talks about their life for like an hour <laughs> like and the question there is stop please <laughs> <laughs> but but typically, yeah, it's, it, it does make it interesting, though, when you do show that um, that mirrored side of vulnerability, because people don't always realize that other people have issues, too. You know, like I, like I know you have insecurities. I have insecurities. And how do you know? You don't know that. me. I'm perfect. <laughs> I have insecurities, but I'm not as perfect as Lido's. Um, no, oh, I, I wanted to talk about that a little bit, too, actually, not not about you being perfect oh, because I was, I was like that's not that's a, that's what what are the cool kids saying nowadays that's cap or <laughs> you cap it <laughs> oh okay my bad <laughs> yeah i'm older than you too um, oh shoot <laughs> <laughs> nab it but um I, I didn't want to talk about that a little bit too because i feel like it people don't have these deep conversations anymore just in general 
let alone like prompt it. And like, I think one of the things that people hide from everyone is their deepest insecurities. And I don't think that, and I, I've gone and I've talked to people way older than me and I can guarantee you they haven't told anyone their entire life about those things. A lot of those things can be irrational, right? So like if you went, um, let's say um, that I was very insecure about um, that my skin is very white because I'm a ginger. Let's talk about that, right? And I feel like a lot of people don't really care, right? It's, It's an irrational thing that I'm thinking about because people don't care about it. If I'm truly one curious about other people's opinions on it, I should have like gone out and asked or like talked about it. And I feel like not even asking people about their securities, you can ask them about your own say, Hey, is this a, is this a normal thing to think about? You know, is it normal for me to be worried about my significant other going out and hanging out with her friends? Or is it cause like I'm feeling jealous from it or is it like significant for me to like have these thoughts of anger towards myself for doing this certain action? I feel like it's, not having those conversations can be so detrimental to someone. I I think that takes you in a very interesting direction. So let me see, tell me if you think this is fair or not in terms of at least from in the insecurities standpoint. And I, I, think, I, I think I would agree in terms of there's not enough of those uh, serious conversations happening anymore. Um, I think you could, you know, try and argue as as to why. Uh, I don't think we'll dive into why necessarily, at least not yet. Um, <laughs> but basically, those, as far as questions that you should be asking more, I think those are good ones because we struggle. At least, I mean, on an individual, I guarantee if you're struggling with something, there's at least one other person on the planet somewhere that's struggling with that exact same thing. Uh, I, I, I'd be, and we're all unique in our own ways, but we are all human at the same time or we're bound to share something. Um, and so even if it feels wrong uh, or you know maybe it's not the norm uh, of what you see around you, I I would say you should not be afraid to ask that question of like, hey, you know, kind of what you were saying, like, is it okay that I'm feeling this way or that I'm having these thoughts type of thing? Um, And I think part of it, too, is a stigma because there's a stigma of like, if you're asking that, that must mean you're part of whatever group you don't want to be identified as type of thing like that. Um, And so I think it's a balance. I think you're trying to or at least we're looking for the balance of like, how can I find out more information but not? you know, give my own insecurities away or the things that I'm worried about when I would argue that there should not be that fear of giving, you know, showing your vulnerability. Um, and it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard to show your vulnerabilities and your insecurities. Uh, it's not going to be easy. And those conversations are not always easy. Um, but I, I think if you can get over that, that hill of just going for it and being like, hey, I have some things that I'm not sure if I should be thinking about or how I'm feeling about this and X, Y, Z. I think that could help you a lot as a as a person and not only yourself, but other people, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think just us as people have a very hard time realizing what is a rational and irrational thought process because when you when you think about like insecurity or something like that typically those are very 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 rational 
right? So like, hey, I'm insecure about my nose or like my smile or something like that. And then when you go up to someone else, they're going to probably say the exact same thing. It's not something that's different or unique to every single person. It's very broad. And I feel like insecurities are very centered around appearance and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, like you were talking about earlier, like a lot of these insecurities and irrational thought processes can be fixed with a conversation. And you can have this as a lifelong problem or you can fix it within a minute, 30 minutes, like 30 minutes, 20 minutes even. And it's especially if you're talking to the right person. And a lot of friends are very open to that. And if you don't have friends that are open to that, then you don't have the right friends. But if you have friends that are open to talking and having those type of conversations, I think that you should have them. I think that it should never be something that you just kick under the rug or just kind of hope that it that it gets resolved in a couple of days, months, or years. Yeah, and I think that's a dangerous thing. I mean, we talked about mental health a little bit on the last episode, but I I mean, I think you can you can never talk about mental health too much and how how important it is to make sure you're keeping that in track and and it it co- it goes back to almost your top question of, you know, asking how are you and what's on your mind type of thing because at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, everything we do say, every person we interact with, everything we see, impacts our mental health in some way i would argue um there's going to be some that's obviously very minimal you know you see a bug fly you know across your face you're probably not going to go to bed that night and be like oh that bug you, you know <laughs> the way it looked at me <laughs> um, the gaze just how it flew with such beauty and i'll never see it again <laughs> um, um However, there might be something you see on TV and you might see whether it's a, a you know, a relationship you see on a TV show or uh, a stressful situation in a, in a drama. There's you're going to take something from that and how it impacts you is you I would say you have more of an impact than you think uh, on it. If you as we've just been going back and forth, you talk about it, you 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 rationalize it in your own head you don't automatically put it in one category or the other you process it um and make it make sense is what i i think basically i i guess to summarize it all i know i'm kind of going on (laughs) to to summarize it all at least if we're trying to make it relate all the way back to the top of what question should we be asking more basically just how are we and what is what's going on uh to very very simplify it yeah and it's easy to ask that first question but once you ask the harder question then it's a little harder of course yeah but but what what, what questions would you um i'll I'll double down on that oh i I think i'll double down on that and i'm gonna add why i'm gonna add why as the as the as the question because and this can and i'm going to i'm going to take this in a few different directions but i think why is one of the most important questions we can ask as people in just about every situation of our life and i think this is what helps us learn as this is what helps us learn as people it's what helps us grow as individuals from the moment we start learning english to when we're you know hitting the the peak of our age uh i think why is the most important question and the reason I say that is because what I personally see a lot in my experience 
of life is we don't ask it enough. And the reason I say it is because some people, I feel like some people will just go along with some things and without needing a reason. And this is different. I, I'm separating this, you know, because I know there's some people out there to be like, yeah, I don't need a plan or anything. I'm just going to go out, have a good time, you know, have a good night. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, maybe you jump on a movement. Maybe you're following a certain path. Maybe you're doing something your parents told you to do. Uh, maybe you're believing in a certain thing. Uh, you're following a certain tradition. Um, and I would ask why. And I'm not telling you to rebel. But I would say I would double check that your heart is in the place that you want it to be. Why are you doing this? Why do you believe in this? Why, you know, is this part of your daily routine? Why do you value this over that? Uh, why is this the, the thing that you want to post online? Why is this the, the job that you want to work at? I think if you ask that why question to yourself and about what's going on around you, you might, you know, double, you might rethink some things. You might reaffirm yourself like I am in the right place. Why? Because I've got the right people around me. I've got, I'm happy every day when I wake up from, you know, from when I go, from when I wake up to when I go to bed, I'm, I'm feeling good. So that's how I know I'm in the right place. You know, that's why. Uh, and if not, you know, why, why aren't you happy? Well, you know, I guess I just don't, I'm not getting what I want out of this situation. I don't, I don't, this isn't what I thought it would be type of thing like that. And I think if you, I, I think it goes back to what you were saying in terms of introspective thinking of just why is this the way that it is? You know, why am I doing these things? Is this what I want to be? Is this what I'm trying to be? Is this where I'm trying to go? That was a long, long <laughs> route around that, but. No, I like that a lot, actually, because it it's so easy to just be like, you know what? Why? Well, because I said so. You know, it's so easy in your mind to just get along with that and just kind of agree to, to agree in your own mind rather than actually fully understanding yourself. Because like you were talking about, if if you were joining a movement and you believe that that is the most right thing you could ever do... Um, but you can't answer why you're in it, then get out of the movement. You don't deserve to be there if you don't understand why. And I'm not saying that because it, I don't think people should join movements or join something because they're passionate about it. I, I'm all for it. But the thing is, if you don't understand why you're in it, you shouldn't be in it. Because then it, it skews the perspective. It skews the outcome. It skews everything about it. You could destroy a lot of people's livelihoods, a lot of people's, uh, their own vision of this movement because your why was different than theirs. And you refuse to ask that question to yourself and you refuse to ask that question for them. And then that constantly, like like we've seen with, um, I'm not going to get political or anything, but like, you know, like with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, a lot of people did join it because they were very passionate about it and believed that that was the right movement. And of course, I believe that was a, the movement accomplished a lot of things. But one thing that a lot of people didn't ask um, why in their in their whys, you could tell because they didn't, sorry, excuse me, that they didn't ask them themselves why they're in the movement. And you could tell they didn't ask it because they would get very violent. They would start throwing things. They would start a riot. And those, that the, the movement essentially gets destroyed. And a lot of people that really cared about it, a lot of people that had a lot to say about it and people that started, people that actually believe that this can make a difference in their own life, mm. their entire perspective on, not their entire vision on it gets destroyed by other people that wouldn't ask that question to themselves. 
And that's selfish. I think it's selfish not to ask yourself why you're not in that position or why. Um, and, and, and it's not even just a movement. I'm not even going to say just a movement, of course. But like if you wake up and say, hey, I'm in this job, but I don't like it. Why am I in this job? Um, oh, it's because money. Okay, well, I can find you six other jobs that have the same amount of money. Right. And it's important to have those conversations with people. But that why can be so detrimental to what you want to accomplish, especially when you're in a group. Oh, yeah. And I think to add on to that is I think the important thing to add on to that is if you the the question itself should not provoke a negative emotional response. I that's what I would argue. And the, and the reason I say that is because if just the question itself brings up because uh, if, if say you're coming from a genuine perspective, you know, just why I'm just trying to figure out why. You know, I'm not coming at you like, why are you doing this, you weirdo? You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that exact voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you can't answer why, like if you logically and like you said, you know, are passionate about it. And I think if you can log logically rationalize in your head, yeah, this is why I'm doing this. Uh, and maybe this is why I think other people should do it or I, why I think this is right for me. Uh, then that question shouldn't be a problem. But if the if getting asked why is uh, hard to hear, I feel like that is the perfect reason to be asked why, because that if you're if being challenged about whatever it is that you're working on or being involved with, that you can't take the question of why are you doing this? Why is this part of the situation? Why is this a requirement? And the only answer goes back to that because I said so type of mentality or just because. I mean, I know that's a joke all the time you hear from parents is because I said so. Take the trash out. Why? Why me? Because I said so. And I know that's a joke. You know, Again, I'm not telling it. You know, respect your parents, love them, and parents love your children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's not the... I don't think the battle to fight is just getting asked the question why uh, if that if that makes sense if that makes sense yeah um i think typically if if you can't answer why like i was talking about earlier then you shouldn't be doing whatever you're yeah. doing that that's a that's a strongest issue behind it because if though that why should be the reason why you're there yeah you know you should you should be able to say why you're there you should be able to say why you're thinking the way you are you should be able to say why your values are the way that they are because not everyone's values are the same and they shouldn't be, you know, they, everyone's perspectives on lives is very different, but it, it's important to ask why, you know, like wh why does, and then that also helps with just knowing other people. Um, because I, I can tell you a lot of times people just throw someone else aside because they say, Oh, well this person's annoying. I don't like them. And then you don't really think about why that person is different than you. And it's, it's frustrating, you know, because we could all get along a lot better if we really thought, hey, oh, this person's different than me because they grew up in a literal different country than me or a different state or or they grew up in a different environment. Their dad wasn't home. Their mom wasn't home. Um, they didn't have brothers. They did have brothers, you know, and it's and you have to understand that when you go about people because it's you you can just throw them aside so quickly without ever even thinking to ask why. Let me let me throw this at you. I'm gonna keep the why. I'm gonna keep the why, but I want to apply it on a more specific individual level in terms of 
and almost go back to your first question of thinking within of just thinking about yourself and why let's say i'll I'll propose a, a hypothetical here let's say you do something that you're not not proud of we'll go away from the the things that you're passionate of i think a great way you could help yourself and others maybe others around you uh and potentially down the line is if you ask why did you do the thing that you did um why you know what was going through your head that made you that you got to the 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 end result of why this is the decision i'm making in this moment of time i mean to to simplify it let's bring a sports example after games people are always analyzing how players you know what players were thinking why they decided to make this move or throw that pass type of thing in the moment of time and uh, and it it comes back to the question of oh why why would you do that why did you think that uh, and i think we can apply that just in our everyday life of hey i i messed up and i'm angry and i and i responded in this way i and whether that i responded with I didn't talk to anyone for a few days or I responded with, I, I yelled uh, in front of everyone or I, you know, maybe I just got quiet in front of everyone and I, I just stood there and I froze. You know, why did you freeze? Why did you shelter yourself? Why did you yell in front of everyone? And again, it may not be the easiest question to answer for yourself. Uh, and again, everyone's different. But I think if you can think about your negatives in life, and and think well why why did i do that why why did i do that why am i upset that i did that why do i not like that i did that uh and you could even apply it to other people of why did they not like that i mean we always say treat others how you want to be treated uh why well because i wouldn't like it if i got treated that way type of thing like yeah. that um so i mean what I mean, what do you think i know I, I kind of branched out a little bit again but what do you think so I guess what you're proposing here is a uh, post-game press conference for yourself, right? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you break it down, and people that don't know post-game game, uh, press conference, it's after the game happens, and you're asking all the players, you're asking the coach, saying, hey, why did this happen? Um, why, why was this the reasoning why Jamal Murray shot the shot instead of Nikola Jokic? Why was um, this person the go-to guy? You know, and then you like, Break it down, and then you understand that the coach's thought process, and you understand um, if if they're for your team or not, or if the players are their head is in the right spot or not. And that really is interesting, though, to to do that to yourself, you know, to like kind of debrief yourself when you get home over certain situations like that. Because I like we were talking about earlier, there's so many irrational things that people think about that they don't realize they're irrational. And when you say when you go home because you didn't like when you went home with your friends and you wanted to talk to someone, but you end up not doing it because you were insecure about yourself. Um, and then you go home and then you're just mad at yourself for not talking to that person the whole time. Um, whether it be friend or whether it be potential partner, whatever you want to call it. Um, there, there are times where you refuse to ask yourself why you felt like that, like why you're mad at yourself and say, okay, why am I mad at myself? And also like, why didn't I do that? And also what can I do to prevent that? Um, and like, and it's really interesting if you talk to some other people about it too, because other people have such different perspectives on these kind of things where, especially relationships and just even self understanding, 
Um, because everyone in the entire world, I guarantee you, has long conversations in their mind about what's going on in their own life and what they can be accomplishing, what they need to accomplish. And people don't realize that, you know, and people, it, it takes them a lot longer to understand that they're not alone with that kind of stuff. And other people, even if they don't have the answer that you're looking for, or even just an answer in general, uh, hearing what they have to say can really unlock a lot on your end. It can help you understand that, oh, okay, I thought like this because they, like when you hear them talk about it, you can say, okay, well, they thought about it because they have a, um, they're, they're a middle child and they don't like um, not having the attention on them. Let's say that. Mm. And then when you don't like having attention on you, I'm sorry, when you don't like having attention on you, you could realize, okay, well, maybe that's how I was grown up. And is that a bad thing for me not to like? Is that bad? Is that truly a bad? Is that a normal thing for me to be um, different in that aspect? And I think that's what honestly, random, random thing here. Um, I, I think a good thing to ask people, um, because what, what I want to do right now is talk about your own self. Because people don't do that typically. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are humble within their own thought process and their own emotional mind. Um, one thing that you should be asking people is, um, is this normal? Mm. I think that would be an interesting thing to ask people. Because when you go up to them and say, hey, is it normal for me to be jealous when my friends go out and they didn't invite me? Is it normal for me to hate this person because they did this to me? Um, because a lot of times it isn't normal and you're thinking too hard and you're trying too hard to normalize it in your mind that you think it is normal and then it can hurt you, can hurt people around you, stuff like that. Sorry, I just kind of went on a huge tangent. There, no, but, I, yeah. I, I might actually challenge you on that Ooh. in terms of okay. you might actually, well, maybe not challenge, but you could also, do you think you could also have it the opposite way in terms of maybe you're not normalizing it enough? You keep pulling yourself away from it because you just think no there's no, what i'm feeling is so just out of the box that no one could possibly think that this is normal so i'm not going to talk to anyone about it type of thing like that do you think it could go both ways in terms of hey you, you, this you're normalizing it too much you should not be thinking like this or hey you need to pull yourself back uh and but also hey you know come come back in you're not that far away from us uh you're you're not as far as you think. Yeah, I, I think what you have to say there is spot on. It's exactly oh, okay. <laughs> it's exactly what I was thinking. Um, you know, because like I was talking about irrational versus rational thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, people don't realize that that's a normal thing to do to think irrationally. That that it isn't sorry. It is, it's a normal thing to think in your mind, but it's not a normal way to view certain things. Um, so when you see something as like like let's say that random scenario that. Um, you, you high, you, you dapped up your friend, right? And then you did the wrong handshake, <laughs> right? And we've all been there and in your mind, you're thinking, oh man, I'm no longer one of the guys. Like I'm the standout, standout guy. That's an idiot that doesn't know the handshake. And I'm the one that's going to, everyone's going to hate me for it. That's not rational, right? No, that's not a rational thing to do. And it's not a normal thing to break down that quickly. And a lot of people do that but they don't want to have the conversation about it. So they won't figure out if that's okay or not to think about in their mind. And a lot of people just kind of, they just self-destruct and kind of just go quietly and then stop talking about it. And they don't want to hang out with people as much anymore. Over like, like I said, over small things like that, it's not even like, I feel like that's a little too small, but yeah. I, I don't want to like 
um, what's the word? It's a good example. Yeah, I don't want to demoralize other people that go through something like that, you know, because everyone has a different tolerance for physical and mental pain. So it's it's very different. But um, I think oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, uh, in terms of the, I guess in the the opposite way too, or maybe what I'm thinking is, I would also want to say that it is. It's very, like, it's a common thing to have thoughts in your head that maybe, like, if you were to say it out loud or actually do whatever it is you're thinking, you're probably not going to be the most happy with whatever that is. Uh, I think it's very common for all of us to have thoughts in our mind that, you know, that we <laughs> we would not put out into the, into the public voice. <laughs> um, that does not make you a, a bad person or... Um, you know that does not mean you should be ashamed of yourself just because you might have had some some thoughts that you're not proud of come in your head maybe you should talk about them and and go back to you know why are these thoughts in my head but i just because you have any of these these thoughts that might that are irrational whether they're on the extreme of uh you know of doing something you're not proud of or they're on the opposite side of you're overthinking so to speak uh, and you're like, oh my gosh, I messed up the handshake. Now I can't hang out with these guys anymore. Uh, I would say, again, it's not uncommon to, to have those thoughts. It's just, I, I think it keeps coming back to what you're saying, Jerry. Just talk about them. You gotta, there's gotta be the space to talk about them. Otherwise, we're not gonna get anywhere as people. You gotta be able to ask the questions. Uh, <laughs> you know, again, like, how are you doing? why am i thinking the things that i'm thinking and and why is this impacting me in the way that it is and is this normal i think is a is a good question to throw on there as well because normal does not necessarily equal good however it means you're not alone <laughs> if it if it's normal if it's if it's normal, that's uh, that's not something you should be ashamed of. And there's things that are not normal. That not every it's not it's not normal that maybe you have. I mean, for me, I'll use uh, Osgood Slaughter's Osgood Schlatter's disease. It's a it's a rare like thing in my knee that I have where my bone messed up when I was young and I had a lot of pain behind it. It wasn't normal, but that didn't mean I had to be ashamed of it when I was growing up in middle school. Oh my gosh, my bone's weird. Uh, I didn't have to be ashamed of it just because it wasn't normal. You just had to, I just had to handle it right. And I had to talk to the, I talked to my parents and I talked to friends like, Hey dude, it's just your knee, dude. Like it's okay. It, it, it's, it's normal that maybe you're worried about it. Uh, you're, it's, it's normal. Oh my gosh. I'm talking myself in circles right now. <laughs> uh, now I'm overthinking. Now I can't be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you get no, what I'm saying. No, I I completely understand what you're saying there. No, um, you kept on bringing it back to that same point, but like the thing is, you were like diving deep into it and talking about the point again, which yeah. is nothing wrong with that, because it helped me understand it more. Because um, stuff like that, like it, it isn't an, with the normalcy of things, it's typically you want to understand if it's normal to think like that, but it's also you want to understand like. Like, even if it is normal to think like that, like, it is interesting to ask that question why behind it. Like, why is that normal? Like, why is it normal that I think like this? Why is it normal that they think like that? Um, certain things along those lines. Um, 
But I, I guess one thing that I also want to think about too is like the reason why I say that you need you, you need you need to be the person that asks these kind of questions to other people about yourself is because people aren't mind readers. It's not easy to figure out if um, if you have something going on with your mind that is very very detrimental to your health your mental health that you refuse that you want to talk to people about but it's so specific they can't point it out that they can't say okay hey that that's something that they should talk about i'm going to bring it out of them like you, the, the easy way to think about that is if you go up to someone and have you ever thought about that have you ever went up to someone and say hey i know your deepest insecurity is this and i think it's bad for you and i want to talk to you about it you don't think like that i don't know anyone in the world that has have that that is like <laughs> That knew in their mind, like, hey, you know what? I knew what their deepest, darkest secret about themselves are, and I'm going to talk to them about it. Because, like I said, everyone is, I think in that right, every, everyone is uniquely different. Um, and it's, it's, it's something that you have to do. It's something that is, it's a hard conversation to have. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to act like it's an easy thing to talk about, about something that you have repressed your entire life. And I'm not saying that it's, it, it's something that's unique to everyone because it's, it's uh, normal for everyone. I'm saying if, if we're looking at is that normal, I think it is normal for everyone to have a, a hard insecurity about themselves that they repress and kind of just don't want to talk about, don't want to bring it up to people. It's not even insecurity. It's about like situations that they were put in they don't want to talk about anymore or um, that, that still affect them to this day, actually. Well, like I, I can tell, I can talk about that all day. You know, when, when you know about someone that has gone through something very traumatic, very harmful to themselves, but they don't want to talk about it. And it's understandable that they don't, but at, at least have that internal conversation with yourself. At least think, hey, are, am I okay? Um, do I need to reach out to someone and talk to? Do I need to have this kind of conversation in my own mind? Like, is it something that, because like, if you don't break it down in the end, it's going to affect you with ways that you yeah. never thought was possible. You know what I'm realizing? And maybe if you're listening, maybe you've realized it too, as we, as we keep talking, but all of these are relating in some way they they can all kind of support each other or you know combo with each other in one way or another and i think that's almost the point is because when you start asking these questions you know what questions should we asking should we be asking more as people it's pretty much all of these <laughs> that <Yeah. laughs> uh that are relating back to us just as people uh ask questions about people because i think even I personally, in my own experiences, like there, I had a situation in high school where I was, I was dealing with, uh, some, some personal, some personal relationships of mine that I, at the time I wasn't, <laughs> not like that, uh, some personal relationships at the time that I wasn't sure how to, I wasn't in the moment. And while I was in those relationships with people, and when I say relationships, I'm talking about friendships and, and either teacher-student relationships, uh, you know, person that I just met type of thing, uh, and even seen other people in romantic ones where I was like, I don't know how to navigate this. I don't know how to be involved. I don't know how to talk about this or that. Um, and I was just kind of, you know, taking it each day at a time. But once I removed myself from the situation and started asking more questions of why did this person say these things to me? Why did I think that that was the right thing to do? Why did this person tell me that I should tell this person that they should do that? To, uh, high school, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, 
as you start to talk through any situation in your head, I think you might find your own answers that you didn't know were there. Uh, and you may think to yourself, like, yeah, I've been thinking about my own thing for so long. But I would argue there's a difference between just thinking about it and when you're actually putting it in words of your own voice. Even if you're not saying it directly into anyone, like, put it on paper, stand in front of a microphone, whatever it is. If you actually talk through it with your actual voice, and if you can or cannot rationalize it, I think that will help you a lot in terms of whatever you're going through in life. Because you, again, you might just find more. That's what, that's at least what it was for me. Is I would, as I would talk about my situations after they were over or after I had separated myself from them. Because uh, I remember talking to my parents when I was having some of those problems. They were like, what is going on with your high school life? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on with my high school life? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's they, they all relate and they all can help. And I, I'd say talk through it with just with yourself. Use your voice to talk through it. Jeez, that, that's a really good point. Um, I, do, I do that and don't even realize it, I guess. Because I can't tell you, like, if you're listening, I, I strongly, strongly advise um, going on a drive by yourself and just talking. Just just talk. Like, it does, you, don't, you don't have to talk about anything interesting. You don't have to talk about anything that's um, deep to yourself. But just talk, like, out loud about what's going on, what's going on in your life and, um, like, what, what you want to do in your life, what you want to accomplish, what, what has been going on in your life just in general, even your day. Um, because it's... Like like you were talking about earlier, when you think about these kind of things, it's so, so incredibly easy to let emotion take control over it. And when you're thinking about your mind, it's so easy to just be like, okay, you know what? I've repressed this before. I'm going to push it down and keep it down. Because in your mind, it's so easy to just throw it away, to just put it back down, put, put it back under the rug, ignore it, and then feel sad over it. Or like, you know what? Like, hey, I'm talking about this. I'm just going to feel sad in my mind. Because it's very easy to just feel that emotion and then hold on to that emotion rather than talk about it. And when you're the one that's actually being the voice of your own mind, you it's so easy to like, because you have two different minds pretty much in your mind and it's that, that emotion and the logic behind it. And if you constantly base it off of the emotion or constantly base off of the logic, you won't have a good life. You know, you won't you won't be able to think it out and you won't be able to, have that and if you have that internal dialogue where it's actual like actual real voice voice conversations vocal conversations then you can see both those sides to your own life and it, like you were talking about earlier it just it, it shows that there's more aspects to you than you realize and you can talk about random things like even how your day was and you might talk about something that you didn't realize that was a part of you up until then yeah you know, I you know how I think about that. I I'll be at my I'll be at my place and I'll like be doing the dishes and something like that. I'll be like cleaning the dishes and you know I'll just and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you may start to just go on and be like cleaning my dishes after I had a good day at work and mm. we're gonna go again and have another good day at work type of thing like that. Hyping um, yourself up. <laughs> Whether and you may think that's goofy, which it kind of is, and I'll own that. I think that's a that's a small like starting point that maybe a lot of people do and they don't even realize it. Is there that's part of that like voice affirmation of you know what's going on in your head, uh, you know what's going on in your head, and you're willing to sing about it or uh, or just talk about it even though no one's in the room. Uh, I mean, even with music, I think that's why we connect. To, this is a we can talk about 
more of this in a later day but i think with music that's why we love certain songs so much we connect so emotionally to certain pieces of of art like music because they vocalize the thoughts that we have in our head sometimes that we couldn't come up with um and so i think i think it just goes back to needing to you 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 look like you're ready with that one (laughs) well i was thinking my mind of uh when i'm thinking about music and stuff like that um get low by flo raya really speaks to me (laughs) (laughs) apple bottom g no okay i'm not gonna miss that but um no sorry i I had a stupid thought in my mind but no yeah that's so true because music can like it doesn't always have an effect on everyone but there's times where there's a song where you're like oh wow i hit or like it doesn't have to be the 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 words it can just be the the audio itself just the the tune in the background even like whatever it is if it that speaks to you then you start to understand like hey like I'm not alone. And then you kind of realize it later on. And that's what I like about some artists, certain artists, um, NF, I really, really have enjoyed him recently just because yeah. it, he shows that even someone at the top, you know, even someone that's the very, very best, I guess, not, I wouldn't say the best rapper, but you know, like, like one of the top dogs in artist game. And he shows that he really has mental battles. He has struggles and it's normal to feel like that. It's not something that, that only he is unique to or that you are unique to. And it makes it a lot more interesting because then you can, the more you think about it, the more you think, hey, I, I guess even people that like sing happier songs, like Dua Lipa, like I'm sure she still deals with a lot of struggles her own. And no one in the world is perfect, no matter how much you want to think that they are. Well, yeah, and I think that just goes, I, again, just as it, the thing that connects us all is that we're all people. And so we all are going to, what questions should we be asking more as people? Asking more questions about ourselves. Because it shows that as far as it, normal and and how all these other questions that we talked about, every single person on the planet has these mental struggles. There's no one in this, I want to know, I want to meet someone alive right now that's living a perfect life. Because if that's, if that's happening, tell me your secret, but... <laughs> right now it, it, it's not it's not happening uh, and whether you're at the the top you know from the your movie stars and your your music uh artists to to your average everyday joe we're all we're all having these same kinds of thoughts and and our own mini battles that we're fighting every day and so i think that's why it's super important to be asking these questions because, again, no, no matter where you are in life, you're you're struggling with something. You're gonna be struggling with something. That's just an inevitability. But being able and having the the resources and the knowledge of how you can at least try to to engage with it and and tackle it is gonna help you so much, rather than uh, you know staying quiet and not asking those questions or deflecting as we talked about at the beginning a lot of people have those mental resources just themselves uh, they don't need other people to to reaffirm how they feel but the thing is like it, it you will never understand if you have that kind of resource or if they have that kind of thought process if you don't have that conversation in your mind and if you constantly think hey like i'm perfect and everything is great about this then you clearly haven't talked to anyone else about your life or any anyone else about what's going on in your life in any in every aspect because I like we've talked about poverty's nerfic nobody's perfect same thing but it's like 
everyone struggles with something in their life. And it, it I think what I'm kind of getting to here, um, what I would really like to do talk about specifically is the follow-up questions. And I think that if you don't have those follow-up questions in anything in your own life, um, not even your, your own life or to people to, around you, if you don't have the follow-up questions, then the whole conversation's not worth it, I guess, in that in my mind. Because if you say, hey, um, if you go up to someone and say, hey, where are you from? And they say, oh, I'm from um, Spokane. And <laughs> bring it up again. But if it's Spokane, Washington. Um, all right. And then if you leave it at that, then that's all you know about them. But if you say, hey, oh, what makes you move from Spokane, Washington to Fort Collins, Colorado? And then they say, oh, like this. And they're like, oh, did you want to go here? Oh, like stuff like that. And that makes such an impact on people's lives just in general. It's just a, if you just think in your mind, hey, I asked a question. I am going to cap myself at at least two questions. If I don't ask two questions, I'm not going to ask one. And I think that'd be interesting kind of thing if you kind of do that with your own mental thought process too. You know, I like that. What I think that shows right there is that you're probably doing it in your everyday life for people and you may not even realize it. Uh, you may you may push it off to the side of like, yeah, that's just a normal thing to do or that's just the kind of the, again, like the how are you type of thing. It just feels like an instinct to do. But that could be asking those questions might be so helpful to some people. And it might have started relationships that you don't even, you know, that, that you have today, that you hold true today. Uh, and if it wasn't for you or that other person asking those those kinds of questions to you, who knows if that, you know, if the reality that you have today would be, you know, what it is if you didn't ask those questions. You know, because if at least using your example, what made you move out here? Well, maybe they talk about their family. Maybe they had a family thing. Yeah, we just kind of got down on our luck and we had to move out here. Oh, we wanted to be here for so long. Why'd you want to be here for so long? Ah, we love doing things like skiing or uh, going out into the mountains, just enjoying a cabin, you know, type of thing like that. And you start to learn about that person. So it just helps with human engagement. Um, so it, it, I know we've been talking about a lot of like the serious stuff and uh, in terms of leaning more towards the you know struggles uh, of mental health but it can it can do so much just for the positive of it and both in your everyday uh just with your everyday interactions and with those you hold close to you all right we're we're getting near the hour mark so i'm gonna ask you one more time here Lidos, just so then we can kind of attempt to re-answer the question one more time what yeah. questions should we be asking more as people well i think based on the conversation i, I know we kind of went in a lot of circles so i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm we would love to hear what you all have to say uh about what we've said or if there was anything that popped into your head as we talked uh i would love to hear some input from from any of our listeners uh but based on what we talked today i think um to really try to boil it down what questions should we be asking more as people is follow-up questions. I think that's the that's the phrase, the right phrase of why uh, is this is this okay? Is this normal? And uh, and you know what what's on your mind? How how is it going? Because I think it's just it would just help us all so much as people if we talked about that more. And I mean, how would how how would you how would you answer it? <laughs> you said it amazingly. No. But but truly, if, if you don't ask those follow-up questions in any conversation, 
then you're putting yourself at a disservice to your own intelligence and your own emotional intelligence and other people's emotional and mental health. Like you don't realize it, but if you were to ask someone, hey, how's it going? And then say, hey, what did you do today? Bam, the, the, that was another question in there that added so much more to it than what people realize. And it shows you a lot more genuine. And I'm sure that everyone listening to this podcast, I'm sure is 100% genuine because they're amazing and I love all of you. But... <laughs> Um, they're all right <laughs> wow talk about fan engagement right there yeah. um, especially if you're Spokane Washington I love you but um, those follow up questions are far more important in my opinion than just the regular question any question you could ever have I think that follow up question is far far more important but um, I guess do you have anything left to say here Litos or do you want to sprinkle in some extra knowledge drop it in like a chef uh, <laughs> you know what I'll say is again, don't don't ask these questions not only for yourself but for for the people around you too. You're gonna be, you'll help so many people uh, along the way. I think if you if you ask these questions, and I think I'll leave it at that. I love it. I love it. And again, if you'd like to be on this podcast or have a question that you like to be answered, you can find us at podcastblackandtan at gmail dot com. And remember, not everything is black and white, but rather black and tan. You know the saying. Have a great rest of your day.